Are you ready to move your career forward? Make your comeback with Purdue Global and get college credit for your work, school, life, or military experiences. With these credits, you may have already completed up to 75% of your undergraduate degree. You've worked hard to get where you are. It's time to get the recognition you deserve and earn a degree you'll be proud of, one that employers will trust and respect. When you take the next step in your life and career, make it count with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback at purdueglobal.edu. The following ad is sponsored by Pets Best Insurance Services. Pets come into our lives in many ways. Shelters, breeders, or unexpected encounters. But no matter how you found your pet, they become our perfect match. Unfortunately, finding the right pet insurance plan can be hard. That's where Pets Best comes in. With a little information about you and your pet, Pets Best will recommend a plan that meets your needs and budget. Visit PetsBest.com to learn more today. Your perfect pet deserves the perfect coverage. PetsBest.com. Looking for hair removal tools that not only deliver smooth results, but also make you feel totally in control? Enter Conair Girl Bomb. They're like your secret weapons for smooth, sleek results, made just for us. From the ultimate Girl Bomb grip to the professional grade blades, say goodbye to settling for less. With Conair Girl Bomb, you get the precision and power that used to only be exclusive to men's tools. So take your hair removal routine to the next level. With Conair Girl Bomb, available at Walgreens. On the Bechdel cast, the questions asked if movies have women in them. Are all their discussions just boyfriends and husbands, or do they have individualism? The patriarchy's effing vast. Start changing it with the Bechdel cast. Hi, and welcome to the Bechdel cast. My name is Caitlin Durante. Ooh, I had to throw in my last name. Mm, why'd you do that? I don't know. I'm not going to give any of my names. <laughs> <laughs> We're only allowed to have two, and you just used I up took them both. both of them on yourself. <laughs> Sorry. I'm whomever you want me to be. You I'm are. I'm more of an idea. You're just a floating orb of essence. That would be really nice. It sounds very low maintenance. Oh, yeah. You would never have to shower. Oh, here. I know. Here's what I'll do. My name's Jamie Bethany Loftus. Whoa. Full name it. You're Jamie like- Bethany Loftus. No one likes that. No one likes you. Like Bethany, sh- triple out down in the wild. On that. Boom, boom, boom. Jamie, Wait, Bethany, Loftus. Should I reveal my middle name? Yeah, I guess to get us back on the even playing field. Yeah, we got. Thank you. Yeah. Um, my name is Caitlin Marie Durante. I know. <laughs> <laughs> but thank you. You're welcome. Um, I feel like Marie is like a go-to middle name. Yeah, my a parents are not original. Marie, Marie Anne. It's just sort of like a little connector piece. Yeah, Lynn. Some one Lynn, time, yeah, someone thought my middle name was Lynn, and I was like, "You think my name is Caitlin Lynn Durante?" <laughs> <laughs> there was a brief period of time when I was very young where I wanted to go by Jamie Beth because of Lori Beth Denberg, who was on. All that. Oh. And she was my favorite cast member. And I'm like, I want to be Jamie Beth Loftus so I can be a little bit closer to Lori Beth Denberg. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, it didn't stick. Bethany's also a miscarriage of my mom's. She, My brother and I both have miscarriage middle names. It's oh, I remember this. Dark. I know this bit. You have a, a bit about it you're doing for stand-up. Yeah, it's a little fictional, the the bit. But the, the middle name thing is, is true. She's like, well, if it doesn't work first time around, kick it in the middle of the next one. <laughs> <laughs> so they're never comfortable with their middle name ever. Yeah. Yeah. I was contemplating whether or not to reveal something about my mother. Ooh. Which I, I do mean... stand up material on this as well, so I don't think it would be a big deal. Okay. Although she did ask me to never tell anyone. Wait a second. <laughs> 
Well, then I was like, Mom, I wrote a really funny stand-up bit about it. Can I tell everyone the thing you told me not to tell anybody? And she's like, okay. <laughs> so That's really let nice me preface this by saying <laughs> that my mom is a great lady and I love her a lot. Uh, shout out to Lori. My mom had two abortions before oh. I was born. Oh, is this bad? I did this know that. This is not, it's not <laughs> yeah. bad, but um, I tell I everyone. That. Yeah, I knew this um, about Lori. <laughs> I, you know, it's a personal thing, and yeah, you know, totally. it was her body, her choice. And there are people out there who would think that she's terrible for having done this, but she's not. She's even better because if she hadn't had those abortions, I wouldn't have been born. Her life would have right. came out very differently. And I wouldn't be here. So I tried that same approach with my mom once. I'm like, well, maybe if you hadn't had those two, because both the miscarriages were, I mean, obviously before my brother and I, uh, I was like, well, maybe you wouldn't have had us. And she was like, no, I wanted four kids. I was like, well, fuck, sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, it didn't work out. But we wouldn't have the fun origin story of my mom getting those experimental womb steroids. Oh, right. Which is why I'm. You were born twice. That's why I was born two times, why I was. A fat, 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 fat baby where she could have no babies and then she could only have huge babies. <laughs> it was like a magic spell. Yeah. She wouldn't be magic. Hey, speaking <laughs> of magic. That was an intentional segue. Mm, but before we go into that, we should introduce our guest. Yes. She's a very funny comedian. You've yes. seen her on Conan, Maggie May. Thanks a bunch for being here. Yeah, thank thanks you. for having me. Of course. Yes. So you've brought us a movie. Mm-hmm. That movie mm-hmm. is called Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone. Mm-hmm. Caitlin's so excited <laughs> for this episode. <laughs> and you're so not. I'm, I'll be okay. Yeah. I'm strong. We watched it together. We did. We had fun. Yeah. I, I like this movie. Cool. I just don't like Harry Potter. Uh, I see. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, That's a different podcast. Different podcast. <laughs> we don't need to go into it, although right. I'm sure we will. We might. So tell us about your history with, like, why'd you pick this movie? Well, uh, I'm a big fan of Harry Potter because I'm a big fan of magic. Mm -hmm. Um, I I actually do stand-up material on this as well. Um, Mm -hmm. I am magical. You can't tell me I'm not. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So, I mean, y'all don't know my life. (laughs) Y'all don't know how I do stuff. So um, y'all don't even know my middle name. So I'm magic and y'all can't tell me that I'm not. (laughs) Maggie Magic May? Is that your name? There's... (laughs) It's actually my middle name is actually Maggie. It's oh. Magic Maggie May. Oh, got it, okay, got it, got that, it. that's way smoother. <laughs> <laughs> got it. But yeah, I love magic. I love fantasy. I loved the Harry Potter franchise. It was so good and smart and well thought out. Um, I read the books first. Mm-hmm. Um, the last book, I actually went to the. There was like a, a release party and you can get your book at midnight. Like at like Barnes and Noble? Yeah. yeah so I showed up to those. that, got my book, put headphones on, ran to the car, drove home, and then read it, didn't check my email, didn't Ugh. turn on the TV, none of that until I was done. Because yeah. the one before, someone had ruined it before I'd finished reading Oh, no. And, oh, and yeah. that's a big ruin for the sixth book. Yeah. yeah and they showed like dudes driving by like lines outside of bookstores just yelling out what happened. <gasps> And people just that's being like domestic yeah. terrorism. You can't really, do that. That's exactly what that that's is. What crazy. are they Slytherins? <laughs> right? Oh my gosh, so that's like, I'm not going to let that happen to me. So yeah, I think that that's so that that is really cool that there was like a series because there's like no other series in I think our lifetimes where, I mean, so many people have that exact experience of like getting the book at midnight, then going and not communicating with mm-hmm. anyone until they read the whole thing. Like that's really cool that that happened as recently as what like 
10 or a little more than 10 years ago. Yeah. That's crazy. I'm a big Harry Potter fan, although, so (laughs) I've seen this movie maybe 50 times or more. It's insane. I got it on DVD and my sister and I watched it every day for an entire summer, sometimes twice a day, similar to what I did with the Titanic double VHS. Right. (laughs) That I can, that experience I can connect with. The Harry Potter one I can't. I, I mean, I just, I like loved the books so much. I had read the first four, I think, at that point. And right. I was just like, oh my God, I love Harry Potter. This movie is not that great. It's a little mm. campy. I, I still love it. You know, I've seen it enough times to be able to quote every single line of dialogue as embarrassed I as I am. I can corroborate that. Yep. <laughs> and then I started rereading the book in preparation for this episode because I wanted to see if there's like, are women portrayed any differently in the book? And I I was like, oh, wow, the prose in this is like for a much lower reading level than I mm-hmm. remember. It's like, this is for sixth graders. Yeah. I, for some reason, thought like the prose was just more mature or something. I don't know. It matures as it gets older. Yeah. Harry Potter, I think, from the book perspective, because we were talking about this yesterday, too, I feel like there's something to when you give a kid a book that is that like looks long and mm-hmm. like big, they're like, whoa, this is so cool. I am smart. Because when you're, li- you know, it's like quantity, not quality when you're a kid. Yeah. Right. And, but the margins on Harry Potter is bananas. You have like <laughs> five <laughs> words to a page. It's the same thing with the Lemony Snicket books. And those were the ones that I was like toting around like, look at me, this is 200 pages long. But that translates <laughs> to like, it takes a couple hours to read because right. the, there's like four one-inch margins and on then every like, side. It's crazy. The font is like size 16. Like it's just... <laughs> Harry Potter has a ridiculous font. Yeah. I will say there's a little, there's some curves to that. Yeah. I'm just like, oh, this is, is this a fantasy book? Is this what we're reading? Their font looks real magical. Yeah, it does. All yeah. of it looks magic. It's a very, but like Microsoft Word magic. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like how would Clippy Envision magic. Because <laughs> we're going to talk about Clippy a little more. Oh man, he just wanted to help. That's all he wanted. He's like, Are you writing a letter? Let there's, me like help. A, there's like a, a military drama about Clippy somewhere. <laughs> like, he was just trying to help and no one wanted his help. He was a casualty of war, <laughs> ignored by his peers, Poor mocked. Clippy. all right well this is my spare time (laughs) to figure out i'll do the recap please here we go harry potter and the sorcerer's stone is about a young boy harry potter he's the boy who lived he gets dumped off on a doorstep because his mom and dad get murdered by voldemort aka you know who, aka he who must not be named. Grow up, everyone. Just say his fucking name. Yeah. Um, wow. <laughs> so he has to live with these Muggle family members of his, these non-magical people. And then when he's eleven, he gets a letter. He's like, "Whoa, I'm accepted to Hogwarts. Holy crap! I'm a am I a wizard?" And Hagrid, his friend, comes along. His new friend is like, "You are a wizard, Harry." So he leaves yeah. this Muggle world. He's abducted by a huge man (laughs) on a motorcycle. On a motorcycle. I'm just like, this is not the precedent we need to be setting. (laughs) This is very weird early Bush era kind of politics to be (laughs) like, don't get on the gigantic stranger's motorcycle because he tells you you have magical powers. That's (laughs) deeply troubling. 
Anyways. But that is what happened. That's all I wanted to do. <laughs> but, hey, but I was nine. I shouldn't have wanted that. Sure. That was bad. And, you know, they, he takes you shopping. He's like, mm-hmm. have an owl. He's a get a wand pervert. <laughs> ah, there was ah. that scene you pointed out yesterday where he's sitting on his own stoop playing the lute and like <laughs> luring children into his cabin then and he's like oh hi like you're just and not like, only he's not, that's and, a classic pervert move luring him in with it. music he's not even he's not playing just any song he's <laughs> playing the score to harry potter he's playing he's yeah. like doo, 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 i noticed that that's doo, some pied doo, piper kind of nonsense yeah. right there exactly taking exactly. kids out of town yeah, he's trying Anyone to with a like loot is trying to take your children away from you. <laughs> I think it's a safe bet to just say don't trust anyone with a loot. Loot owners, you're on notice. Loot owners mm. are louts. Loud. Ooh, see, easy. Loots are louts. Easy and to remember. <laughs> just especially know. if they're playing John Williams scores, you know, don't don't, don't <laughs> trust them. <laughs> it's bad. Right. That means they're not even cultured. That's the that's step one. Basic ass loot players. If, if someone's playing the Star Wars theme on their loot, yeah. <laughs> no, don't approach their home. <laughs> don't. Oh God, there's a lot of scenes with children alone with Hagrid that now very much bother me. Like there should be supervision. He takes them into the dark forest, and he's like, "This is detention. We got to find this dead unicorn because there's a evil thing out there killing it." It's like that's that's not safe even for the Wizarding World, right? But. Anyway, I'm jumping ahead of myself. So he <laughs> got all worked up about Hagrid and how he's a perfect. <laughs> uh, Harry Potter discovers that he's a magical person and he gets accepted to Hogwarts School of Witchcraft and Wizardry. So he mm-hmm. like preps to go to school. He does all his school shopping and then he goes and he meets his friend Ron Weasley. Mediocre as hell. <laughs> fun guy. Give him a chance. <laughs> I say, fun guy, give him a chance. And then he meets his other friend, Hermione Granger, who, she's great, I like her a lot, but they only become friends with her because they feel bad for incessantly bullying her for the first part of the school year. To Mm. be fair, she is mean. (laughs) She... To them. A bit, yeah. She is mean to them. I think this is a later discussion that I want to (laughs) have. We'll get there. Okay. And then, you know, there's the headmaster, Dumbledore. He's the best wizard of all time or whatever. Uh, Good Dumbledore, not yeah. yelling Richard Dumbledore Harris. from later. <laughs> right. <laughs> like yelling Dumbledore. He's scary. He is scary. He's too harsh. I don't um, want to help him. And I'm not sad when he, spoiler alert, passes away. <laughs> Natural causes. <laughs> yeah, very slowly. <laughs> it's a period of years. <laughs> He is like a he's so old. We never know how old he is. Right? Should we old. really be mourning? He could be eight hundred years old and right. dying of scurvy. We don't he was know. friends with Nicholas Flamel, who had the elixir of life. Flamel, yeah. Right. Um, which is what this movie's about. So sure. there's this secret item that Hagrid takes out of a vault at Gringotts, the Wizard Bank, and Harry's like, "What is this item? We don't. Oh, what's happening?" And then they discover this three-headed dog inside Hogwarts, the castle. And they're like, what's this guarding? Is the dog guarding the thing that was taken out of the vault? And then they figure out that it must be this sorcerer's stone, which is this thing that can turn any metal into gold. And it produces the elixir of life, which makes you immortal. And they deduce that one of the bad professors, Snape, or someone who they think is bad, wants the elixir of life to give to Voldemort because... He maybe died whenever he tried to kill Harry Potter. Also left that part out. Whoops. Yeah. He killed <laughs> Harry Potter. 
He killed Harry. Tried Potter. to. Didn't succeed. He's got a lightning bolt. He, because Harry Potter's mom got the same weird experimental operation my mom got <laughs> in North Carolina. Yeah. <laughs> and that's why her baby is huge and can't die. Yeah. <laughs> like me. Exactly. That is part of Harry Potter canon. Thanks it for is reminding a, me. We had the same experimental birth doctor. <laughs> Started off in North Carolina. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, Harry Potter's roots actually lie in North Carolina. Ah, ah. <laughs> okay, sorry. <keep> going. <laughs> so they're like, Snape is bad, and he's friends with Voldemort, and Voldemort must be trying to come back because, you know, we think he might have died, but maybe he also didn't, and he maybe is trying to resurface. They have their whole school year. Harry Potter's great at Quidditch. What isn't he great at? He's truly great at everything, and when he, whenever he does something wrong, everyone's like, Actually, that's good because either like the catches, you're wealthy or like the catches, <laughs> we know you broke the rules, but now you're the captain of the sports team. Like that happens yeah. over and over yeah. and over where he's just, and I get it from the perspective of like, kids are going to be like, I want to be like this. I want to like break the rules and then get, you know, and he had a tough pass, but I'm also just like, there's so few things that Harry Potter actually has to, he doesn't really get in trouble ever. And he like fucks male up all privilege. the time. Yeah, yeah exactly. White like exactly. Male privilege. Even uh, in the magic world, there's still white male privilege. Cis yeah. straight white male privilege. <laughs> <laughs> Harry Potter just takes it. He's just like, oh, I broke the rules. I guess I'm the captain now. Yeah. And just like, fuck off because yeah. that's you know probably how your whole life's gonna go. He yeah. yeah. Don't he, even need to learn the lesson. <laughs> Doesn't matter. <laughs> You're good. Yeah, you, God, like you said, he's wealthy. I want him to share his wealth. He's got a poor-ass friend, Ron. All the Weasleys are poor. Share your wealth, Harry. And they With get me. him presents. Yeah. Mrs. Weasley knits him a sweater, and it's like, no, you give her something. Mm-hmm. I'll go presents. <sighs> <laughs> and then there's this whole thing at the end where they're like, oh, my God, we got to stop Snape from stealing the Sorcerer's Stone so that he doesn't give it to Voldemort. Right. But surprise, it's not Snape. It's Professor Quirrell, who's a little... A little, UCB mm. 301 graduate. Ah! <laughs> His acting is that of a UCB 301 graduate who's very proud of himself. He's like... Stuttering Professor It's like, great job. Like, would you like some, you know, yes. And then... Everything... I think Professor Quirrell's hilarious because all of his line reads are like... I don't know what who There's this actor a troll is. In the dungeon, right? And then he says, "I thought you ought to know." And then he like passes out. I'm just like, I have been sidelined in this exact horrible improv scene that you're doing right now, and 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 <laughs> just it was an interesting thing because I haven't seen this movie in, in like I think between like six to ten years. Mm-hmm. Um, certainly before I knew what a UCP three hundred one graduate did, <laughs> but that's totally. I, I think that they just plucked him up from uh, from from British UCB, right? ye old UCB, yeah. and, and they're like, oh yeah, you seem like you 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 have a basic feel for the craft. <laughs> yeah. Put on a turban, white man, and <laughs> scare every ch- like every child. And also, that's the other thing with Professor Crow of he's a white guy in a turban, and no surprise, way. what ha- what's under the turban is scary. And that's not a good precedent set either. Right. Yeah. Most people who wear turbans in real life 
don't have a Voldemort face on the back of their head. I think we can just take out the word most. I was like, <laughs> I don't know a single person that's right. hiding it. Except, except for Judy. She's got an <laughs> evil magician back there, but right. everybody else. But is she's good. very nice. <laughs> Judy is nice. Her she takes her medication. Friend. The evil magician stays intact. <laughs> doesn't say anything. <laughs> Poor Judy. She's yeah. doing her best. She is. Um, so yeah, they discover that it's Quirrell and that he is harboring Voldemort, who like can't have his own body yet because he's still like he's like this half person. So of course, Harry Potter wins. He defeats the bad guy, right. even though he's an eleven-year-old, mm. and <laughs> he's like, "I won." And then that's pretty much the end of the movie. Yeah, and then he gets on a train, and the big pervert says, "See you next I, year." I gotta get this book, right? Mm. Don't accept the pervert's offering. <laughs> it's pictures of you and your family from when you were young. <laughs> like, yeah, don't open it till you do, ah, till ah, I'm not in your sight. Ah, ah. <laughs> so there's that. Oh, there's the boy. movie. We forgot to ent- to talk about what this podcast even is. They oh, know. shit. Oh, you're right. Movies up... Well, <laughs> <laughs> maybe we'll just say this one, hopefully you know. <laughs> hopefully you know by Tell now. the role of women in movies. That's right. Yes. Yeah. One of the questions I would like to pose is why mm-hmm. J.K. Rowling, a woman, a pretty outspoken feminist, t- today sure. at least. You've got some feelings about that. I can tell. <laughs> But I could snap her over my leg. <laughs> <laughs> okay, cool. <laughs> I I generally like her, but I am just curious to know why she didn't write a female-led YA novel when she is a woman. Why did she like? Oh, maybe I should write this book and have the men outnumber the female characters has she written a female led anything i don't know about her work outside of harry potter or how much of it there actually is me either there's casual vacancy which i don't remember if she wrote that under a pen name or not i just remember i I, I worked at a bookstore when that came out and everyone was like Mm. probably don't (laughs) it's not it's not supposed to be a very good one i don't know i don't know anything about it though yeah, I'm, I haven't read any of her other uh, work besides Harry Potter. But I guess, you know, is it interesting that she decided to make the lead a boy? No. Uh, <laughs> I was thinking about that, too, because there are a lot of strong female characters in the book. Mm-hmm. There aren't... Like, in the movie, if we're just going by the movie, I didn't see any weak female characters except for that one girl that came and got sorted after... Like Susan ab- Bones? Yeah, like, she, I was like, you are- Is her you- name Susan Bones? Susan Bones, that is also my stripper name. Thank you very much. <laughs> <laughs> Please, uh, welcome so, to the stage, Susan up. Bones. Look at a haunted house ass name is Susan Bones. That's garbage. And she was Lazy. Timid one, you know, and I was yeah. like, yeah, you Hufflepuff as fuck, that's what yeah. like <laughs> All the other female characters were super strong, but- the male characters, there were weak male characters, mm-hmm. and there were backstabbing male characters, and there were bad male characters, and uh, two-faced ones, literally. So I saw it in Sending Harry. It's a go-get-your-dudes. You know, like, your dudes are causing all the trouble in Hogwarts. They're causing all the trouble in the magic world. Interesting. It is not our responsibility to now go and have to produce the emotional labor of handling mm-hmm. your dudes. Go get your dude. 
Like, I saw like that. Yeah, I like that. I like that a lot. Go put yourself in danger and go get your dude. Right. I'm going to be out here with the, the snake grass or whatever that is. <laughs> wherever they are. So I, I did a little bit as, as upsetting as it is to me to engage in J.K. Rowling's life. I, I wanted to, like, uh, go over her, her story a little bit. So she was a single mom when she wrote this. I believe a single mom to a young boy. So that's the main reason I would give her a pass on Harry. But, you know, she's like raising a little boy. So that kind of makes sense. But um, I, what, I, what I did think was interesting was that the reason that her pen name is J.K. Rowling is because when she gave the manuscript and they were like, yeah, we really like this. But because she went by like Joanne or whatever. And they were like, but we don't think that people are going to want to read a book by a woman. <laughs> so that's why they made her change it to like mm. this kind of androgynous J.K. Rowling. So it could have been like the but, common thing. Exactly. The writer of The Outsiders. They did that to her too. Right, right. And people are like, we know J.K. Simmons. That's a man. J.K. Rowling must also <laughs> Not, be a man. Ah, people ah, confuse ah. it and think he's like doing a weird pivot. <laughs> <laughs> but but it's, it is interesting to me that was happening like as recently as... You know, 97, it seems like... No, yeah, really? you'd think we'd Still be reduced? over that. Yeah. But... Well, but we're not. No. <laughs> not even today. <laughs> yeah. Oh, But so, I mean, it, it, it's, it is weird. I mean, I agree that all the, the female characters are, are strong and intelligent and don't really cause trouble. At least until uh, yeah. we meet, like, Bellatrix Lestrange later on. And she's, like, right. pretty much... And who's that bitch that wears pink? Oh, um, Professor Umbridge. She's cool. Dolores Umbridge. She's a she's him, a him. fucking I yeah. Her. I hate her. I think that well, I think after she I saw gives... that movie, that was the first time I used the c word in conversation. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. <laughs> yes, but um, that's like she is. She, she is. majorly is. And is it problematic for she us to be saying a... that? Maybe, but that is exactly no. What she is. I mean. We're well, reclaiming the word. Fine. Uh, every Harry Potter <laughs> villain is a cunt. All villains are cunts. Let's make no exceptions. All villains Mr. are cunts. Mr. Freeze, mm-hmm. cunt. Total cunt. <laughs> Everyone except Doc Ock. He's not a cunt. We really need to give him some thought. Okay. I was, he has a very what? nuanced story. I considered... And I think that maybe he was trying to do it for the good of science and then maybe got a little sidetracked. I was going to so, start a clock to see how long it would take you to mention Alfred Molina or one of his characters. Well, I think that Alfred Molina really sells you in the idea that maybe like Doc Ock is a very nuanced character. <laughs> a lesser actor would not have done that. Perhaps. But, so shout out to Alfred Molina. <laughs> Please tweet back at us. I Why know. aren't you answering us? <laughs> he didn't answer our tweet. I'm so sad. I'm sweating now. <laughs> anyway, so yeah, Dolores Umbridge, she's a cunt. She is a cunt, yeah. But that's, I mean, that, that's okay. That's okay. That is okay. She's supposed also, to be. Right, right. I think Intentionally she so. gives cat lovers a bad name. <laughs> oh, I forgot that she has cats. She loves cats. Isn't she the lady that made, that like basically cut her students? She gave Harry a pen and he, she's like, you must not tell lies. And as, when he wrote it on the parchment, it actually dug into his hand. Like it was like he was cutting. Major cunt move. Yeah. Don't do yeah. that. To yeah. kids, violence That's against fucked yeah. up. Don't cut your kids. <laughs> Easy rule. Yeah. All right. Hey, well, CPS up in the magic world. That's true. <laughs> yeah. Where? Yeah. Anything goes. <laughs> where is there ever like a? I know that there's like magic government, but is there any the sort of regulatory magic. force to like protect children? Because yeah. all the children are repeatedly they're like 
seems like you've got this, <laughs> like, which is crazy. You've got a wand. Where do kids, they don't go to school, presumably, until they're 11 when they go to Hogwarts. Oh, yeah. Where do they learn to read? When do they read? And there's Are no math. There's no, there's like, no. magical <laughs> math. They're just like, pick it up on the way. There we could be no women in STEM. STEM. There it is. <laughs> no women in STEM. Although I would argue that Professor McGonagall is a woman in STEM. I feel like Transfiguration mm. is the science of the wizarding <sighs> world science. what is transfiguration it's yeah. like turning one thing into another oh yeah that object. sounds like science also but potions also is like also, oh, that's yeah. like beakers potions is like chemistry right. oh yeah and, um, yeah okay tubes to, the, yeah yeah transfiguration you need math for that you need math for tubes. The T in yeah. the yeah. T in STEM, I think, stands for transfiguration. <laughs> yeah, and the M stands science. for magic. Yeah, <laughs> science, transfiguration, engineering, magic, and magic. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You can you can twist it. Okay, there are women in STEM. Yeah, yeah, and plenty of them. Plenty. And then also, oh wait, no. I was thinking of the they have the herbology. Is it herbology in the that's kind of sciencey, yeah. Right? It's, um, or like home medicinal yeah. kind of. It seems health related. There's uh, the study medicine. of plants, whatever that is. Botany, right. botany. botany, botany. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Professor Sprout is, is teaching botany classes. Is that the guy and with they, the beard? They take um, no, she's a woman. Okay, that's what I thought. Okay, yeah. so that is a female professor. And then there's um, we don't ever see her in the movie, but there is a I think a female um astronomy professor that teaches uh, oh, astronomy no, that's um. That's no, the tease. Tease. Lady. She's tease. Yeah, okay. the, yeah she's they never. Freak. They don't I take. Like her. I think only I like, like her a lot. Yeah. <laughs> uh, right, and we. I think we don't see her until the third movie, or we don't meet, meet her until like the third that. book. Um, but there's a, another astronomy professor who's a woman. Um, so there's a lot of women teachers. A lot of them don't get mentioned the or flying class. Madam Hooch, Hooch. Yep. gym teacher. Is, gym teacher. Yep. I mean, that is gym teacher, right? That's like yeah. her equivalent. Yeah, like she's she's I a, like her, like Miss uh, Tassinari in seventh grade. And, and like, there it is. The school nurse, aka uh, Madame Pomfrey. Yeah, another woman. Right, right. Um, but a lot of these characters, at least in the movie, don't get a lot of screen time or any yeah. significant besides dialogue. Mag- and besides Professor McGonagall, it doesn't seem like many of them have like a high standing in the school because Dumbledore's in charge. We know that. And then it seems like McGonagall is next. She's the then... head of Gryffindor House, and then oh right, there's housemasters. Mm-hmm. But is, are there any other female housemasters? I know Snape is Slytherin. Who Ravenclaw and Ravenclaw? Hufflepuff, I don't know who's in. Oh, I think Hufflepuff is Professor Flitwick. <laughs> oh, the yeah. little the little guy, the little guy, and then yeah. Ravenclaw. I think. Let me look it up. Their original Ravenclaw was Rowena Ravenclaw. Oh yeah, right. yeah. She was one of the four founding members of. She was the. She was that book smart lady. Hogwarts. I'm assuming. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh wait, Maggie, have you ever taken like the the quiz that you're supposed to take to figure out what house you're in? Yes. Where um, are you? I took two because the first quiz uh, gave me some bullshit. Okay, um, fair enough. I got Gryffindor the first time. Mm-hmm. I was like, mm, I'm not a Gryffindor. <laughs> that's not. That's not where I am. And then the right. next time I got uh, Ravenclaw. Which is cool. where I should be. Uh, cool. I'm going to Harry Potter World on Sunday. Ooh. Oh, wow. So I'm going to get sorted. And if That's I don't so get into Ravenclaw, cool. I'm throwing a scene. Wait, do you Universal. get sorted at Universal? Oh, I've only I don't been know. to Florida. 
I've been several times, but I didn't want to ever wait in the line. Wait, oh, I'm sorry. Can? I saw the commercial. That's and it looks so like cool. I'm oh, getting a man. wand, all kinds of it. Ugh, it's going to be ridiculous. Um, I want to go now. <laughs> Flit, it's, ugh, we should go. Flitwick <laughs> is the head of Ravenclaw House. So I'm so sorry for all the listeners at home. We're like, Caitlin, you were wrong. Because I know that's what you were doing. Ah, Sorry. Ah, all Caitlin's nerds, calm down. <laughs> <laughs> the head of Hufflepuff is yes. Professor Sprout, who oh, is okay. the herbology. Yes, okay. Right. okay. Okay. That makes sense. So it is half and half for the housemasters. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's good. So we've got women in some leadership roles. That's good. nice. Good. Good. Um, On the right track. Mm-hmm. But in, in terms of Screen just time. important, yeah. Female characters who contribute to the story in the movie and also in the books, especially the movie. There goes your Mike's Heart Lemonade. Pardon my Mike's Heart. (laughs) Um, They just don't have that much to contribute to the story. Although I would argue. Okay, so let's talk about Hermione. She's That's the main person we have to talk about yet. I would say that she contributes more to the progression of the story than... Ron, if we're mm-hmm. arguing that yeah, like so, Harry, sure. Ron, and Hermione are the three main characters. Well, because I think she a number of times is almost like the exposition tool who pushes forward like, and now we're going to the library. And then she'll be the one to figure mm-hmm. out, this is what we came to the library for. Okay, next scene. And then yep. she'll, like, I feel like there's a few scenes in a row where she figures out a critical thing that otherwise it's like, ooh, don't know what they would have done. <laughs> So there were a couple of times in the movie I noticed when Harry was like, oh, well, if it wasn't for Hermione, we would not like uh, when Ron was like, well, lucky I didn't uh, panic. It's like, well, lucky Hermione paid attention and then herbology. And then she's like, you're a great, you know, great wizard. And he's like, you're better. She's like, yeah, Yeah. but friendship and whatever. And also, like, you're my richest friend. (laughs) One must be aware when speaking to their richest friend of, like, how tiny. That's not even a gender thing. That's a class issue. (laughs) I wouldn't tell my richest friend I'm smarter than him, even if that was true. (laughs) I'd be like, no, you're really smart. I would tell my richest friend that I am smarter than him because (laughs) I hate rich people. But then how are you going to get all this money and trick him and then lock him in a cage? I can trick him by being... By being smarter than him. Say, hey, you you can't even buy smarts like me. Give me your money and try. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Slap. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Slap him with a full of hundreds. (laughs) 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 Or like quarters if you're poor. (laughs) It would hurt more. Yeah, I got a Um, sock full of quarters. Bam. Smack the wealthy with it. Yeah. Oh, so hashtag smack the wealthy. <laughs> Let's get it going. <laughs> Find your wealthiest friend. They'll if they're cool, they'll understand why you're doing it. <laughs> <laughs> they're your friend. They won't press charges. Right. Right. They'll be like, you know what? This is it is symbolic of something larger, and I. This I had is it who coming I am to you. Right. I had it coming. Right. Yeah. I accept it. Now let's go to dinner. <laughs> and I'm buying because I'm wealthy and I need to spread my wealth. Right. Yeah. That's all I want for wealthy people to spread their wealth. Mm-hmm. They're, I, Sorry, I'm a socialist. The only time I've ever hit someone in my whole life was in college. Uh, and I pun- I was like in, a, in an argument with my closest male friend. And we had just been like duking. It was over something very stupid. But I got so mad. I'd never been that mad before. And I'm like... I don't have any words left. I'm going to hit him. 
And so what I did was in the Boston Common, I, I, I knew he was getting out of class. I knew he would be heading for the train station, and I knew we were supposed to be meeting up for dinner to argue more. Yeah. So like, Instead, I'll just end it now. And I hid behind a tree and I waited for him to pass me. And I leaped out and I punched him in the face. And it wasn't a good punch, but it was it was very dramatic. <laughs> I, I was I'd been waiting for a while <laughs> for him to get out of class. And I punched him in the face. And I'm like never for, like he stood there and I was just like I don't want to have this argument anymore. And that was like after I'd hit him. And he was like, okay. And then he brought me out to dinner. And the yeah. argument was over. That's the only time I ever hit someone. I want to do that like every 20 years. <laughs> and it sounds like it was effective in getting yeah. what you wanted. It, I, like, it would have been totally valid if it wasn't effective, but I'm very glad that it was. Yeah. 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 I, don't know, I don't think he'd ever been. I don't know if he'd ever been hit by anyone. Um much less someone you'd never expect to hit you. Yeah. <laughs> and he rewarded you with Sizzler afterwards. And so. I got, I got, it was like Wings Night or something. I didn't put him out. Still good. <laughs> it was, still, it was Still good. great. It was good, yeah. Hey, bringing it all back, this doesn't happen in this movie, but Hermione does punch Jacob Malfoy in the face in book and movie three. number three. When she's wearing that hoodie. Yeah. Yeah. Pink hoodie. Pink bam, hoodie. punch in the nose. Like it. He deserved it. Mm-hmm. He um, but going back to Hermione, a topic I'll always bring up is hmm. a woman needing to be saved. It happens over and over again. It's a horrible trope. Very annoying. <clears throat> and it happens in the scene. It's like Halloween time and someone has let the troll in right. to the castle. And this is right after Harry or uh, Ron was like... No wonder she hasn't got any friends. She's mm-hmm. a, a stupid bitch. Or whatever ah, he says. That's ah. exactly what he says. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and so she goes to the bathroom and cries all afternoon. And then someone lets the troll in. And then Harry's like, we, we've got to tell Hermione. She doesn't know. And they go and the troll is in the bathroom. flinging his, his 2001 CGI glory. <laughs> <laughs> Flinging his little club around, and as men are wont to do, <laughs> right? Hermione, like, is just she doesn't do anything to save herself, even though she's the most competent of the three of them right. in magic. Like, she could be like, "Hey, when guardian Leviosa," and and she does. Does she have her wand on her though? She might not, but I feel yeah. like well, the, they always have their wands on them at all times. Oh, yeah, that's true. This is, that's but true. is is this the only time in the movie it happens? It is, it is. right? And so I'm willing to forgive it because almost, yeah. she then saves either Ron or Harry or the both of them Multiple like three times, times after that. Mm-hmm. Right. I, th- I think that maybe the fact that that comes so early in the story is almost like a misdirect of like it looks like she can't defend herself because obviously I'm sure like in the right circumstances she could have mm-hmm. i don't know but then maybe, also, she was just maybe peeing you know she's in the bathroom maybe she, she, i mean she had know, why else would she have been there maybe her wand was <laughs> off well she was she was crying all day because they were uh, bullying her i've cried and be at the same time we don't know <laughs> <laughs> we don't know sometimes you I got, got liquid coming out of my face all of my orifices are just <laughs> sprouting but they're i don't know i but but then I guess this, if we want to harken back to our, a few episodes ago to our Wonder Woman episode, when a woman isn't a superhero, I feel like it's almost a little bit misleading to have her succeed in every scene of like, I think it's okay that Hermione fails or she doesn't even fail, but like is freaked out and doesn't, isn't like hyper competent in every scene. Cause that just feels kind of, I don't know, like I, 
it almost feels like a human thing to me of like, of True. course you're not going to be competent in every moment of trouble. And yeah. the thing uh, about Hermione that I noticed is that she has her strengths and she knows where other people have their strengths and mm-hmm. is comfortable enough in herself to let people work on their own strength. Like um, when Ron is doing chess, you mean to tell me smart-ass Hermione can't play some chess? She probably can. (laughs) But she's like, Ron's out here doing it all the time. He probably grew up playing wizarding chess. I will defer to him. Especially because this is the only thing he has to contribute to the whole story. Right. She's like, he's not going to make him the credits that I'm going to let him do this. (laughs) (laughs) That's interesting. Like the, the idea of just like, choosing her moments carefully because i mean that's certainly not something that ron does but Mm -hmm. i but i also think that for most moments he's afraid rather than thinking rationally i think it is funny that ron's main moment like his moment of strength is essentially like i'm 11 and i'm going on a suicide mission (laughs) like i'm gonna die for my friend i've known for six months (laughs) And I was like, oh, so still dumb as fuck. Like, <laughs> but like, you know, noble dumb as fuck. Yeah. And there's such a thing. Yeah, He's brave. At least to do whatever with some candy frogs. Right. <laughs> you buy a Weasley a candy frog, you have a friend for life. That's- His mom will knit you a sweater on Christmas. <laughs> Everything. <laughs> Yeah, because, I mean, like, Harry Potter hadn't even really met his family at that point. You're, you're just like, yeah. oh, you bought our friend, you bought our kid candy once. Yeah, you can get, I feel like my parents were a little bit like that. They're like, oh, well, we get it. Our kid's not super easy to be friends with. So <laughs> if you're going the extra mile, we you will be rewarded. <laughs> <laughs> also, that scene where he buys, like, the chocolate frogs and all the other candy on yeah. the train. In that scene, there are so many shots of a child's crotch because, like, Harry's like pulling change out of his pocket or like Scabbers is on Ron's lap and you just see like a shot just of like a small boy's crotch and it's like surely you could have shot this a little differently. The little boy so crotch not. shots in this movie <laughs> makes a you think bit. about Chris Columbus <laughs> and where's he at? Yeah. Well, this is a vile topic. <laughs> but <laughs> Do we get any <laughs> Hermione crotch shots? Not that I remember. <laughs> Not that I remember. We'd get several Harry crotch shots, uh, at least one Ron crotch <laughs> Harry shot. Crotch. And then <laughs> <laughs> I have to go home now. <laughs> and then there's that scene at the end where Harry's saying goodbye to Hagrid, that big old pervert. And Harry's head comes up to Hagrid's crotch. So yeah. we get when we're seeing stuff at Harry's perspective, we are looking at Hagrid's giant. we've got to assume horse dick <laughs> like, giant. Gi- maybe bigger than a horse maybe the man's huge he's like Half 11 feet giant. tall yeah yeah which we learn later in the series that his mother was a giant and his father was a human how did that sex Weird. happen okay don't talk about me and my ex-boyfriend <laughs> <laughs> don't talk about me and my small men <laughs> It works uh, out. Also, I'm probably going to get yelled at for kink shaming or something. Oh, listen, a giant and a human can't fuck. What's wrong with that? It's curious. Is all I'm saying. You, you have should... to climb up her to do that. Yeah, people don't just like that's not. I a... bet he could have crawled inside of her vagina. Honey, love finds <laughs> a way. Left a, a love trail finds of a way into that cavernous semen. vagina. Maybe there's like a whole Ulysses style adventure he took inside her vagina, <laughs> found his way back out, and then somehow 
he had, you know, scuffed the right place <laughs> and she was pregnant. We don't know their story. <laughs> he was artificially inseminated. <laughs> Someone just dragged in a garbage bag full of yeah, he had to, from the past month he had to like, Yeah, he had to come in a jar every day for six years. <laughs> <laughs> and then there's a 20% chance his wife might conceive. Aristotle is crying. <laughs> <laughs> they just put it in a super soaker. One. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or like, the best. <laughs> or like a t-shirt gun. Just <laughs> <laughs> This is not kink shaming. This is kink empowerment. <laughs> this is the science behind. This is women in STEM just Ugh. discussing. Right. Just a discussion of science. Just normal reproduction. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> well. T-shirt <clears throat> um, more about Someone's come inside you. <laughs> is an acceptable kink. I'll say it. Um, <laughs> going back to Hermione. <laughs> Okay. And so, yes, she does need to be saved by Harry and Ron um, in that scene with the troll. But then a bunch of other uh, things happen where when they're like running through the third floor corridor and Mm. they like need to escape Filch. She's like, Alohomora. She knows the spell. So it's like kind of a minor one. But then whenever she realizes that what she thinks is Snape cursing Harry on his broomstick during the Quidditch game, she's like, leave it to me. And then runs up to Snape's little audience pit area. His little Phantom of the Opera area. Yeah. <laughs> Just, yeah. And lights his robes on fire. Box which five. I love it. Arson. Gotta love a good, uh, you know, felony. Mm-hmm. Um, and Set then, your teacher on fire. <laughs> you know, the, <laughs> and then manages, even though, like, she targets the wrong person, she manages to save Harry from, you know, falling off his broom and dying. And then toward the end like you already mentioned when they get caught in the devil's snare the big plant right she's like you just gotta relax and then ron is freaking out and he can't, can't relax. listen to a woman can't chill yeah. exactly and he's just like harry listens but um, he doesn't have a personality right. <laughs> <laughs> uh and then yeah ron is all like oh yeah lucky it's like she saved your ass just mm-hmm. fucking acknowledge it for one second yeah ron which is why ron is a chode and he sucks <laughs> I okay. You're right. You're right. But I think as a chode, he like all chodes, they grow. They they grow with time. If you just give him a chance, he doesn't though. He stays a piece of shit through the entire series. He does nothing but like verbally abuse her and undermine her abilities. He's not a grower. He's a shower. He's a show. Yeah. Really? Okay. Well, I I believe you. I'm sorry. I okay. I, I just had, have a lot of problems with Ron. That's I just had a crush on Rupert Grant for too long, and I'm being an apologist, and that's uh, on me. <laughs> and that's on me. <laughs> Rupert Grant came into the bookstore I worked at once, and I'm taller than him. <gasps> Whoa! Yeah, kind of like a human slash giantess kind oh. of thing. Well, and to welcome him have... on a, a James Joyce voyage within me. <laughs> 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 But I didn't. Uh, I wasn't brave to. enough to ask. Oh, like, yeah. Hey, I got a t-shirt gun. If you <laughs> you have six months and a lot of cum. <laughs> Amazing opening line. I want to I go home. Yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> another thing that Hermione does. 
that I okay so she here's the thing she's poised as this like brainiac she's very clever she's a know-it-all her smartness and cleverness is almost poised as like a flaw of hers because at least at, at the beginning she's like look at everything I know and look at all the spells I know and look how smart I am and how good I am at all the school things. Mm -hmm. And then she mansplains a lot. She's like, it's actually Leviosa, not Leviosa or whatever. But that's kind of fun though. It's kind of like, I don't mind that she's explaining, overly explaining because it's like, you're a boy and you're dumb and I'm a smart girl. And then she grows out of that. Like, you know, maybe Mm -hmm. she sees like, this isn't the way to be. Or maybe just, like, not even the most effective way to get what she needs to get done right. done by just pissing people off. I don't know. But, I mean, yeah, I feel yeah. like her, I feel like it created results. Like, her telling Ron sure. how to correctly say Lingardian Leviosa, like, later on, he used it right. Yeah, it, it paid helped, off. You know? True. Like, That's true. So, I mean... And then what I didn't think about when we were watching the movie, but occurs to me now, is that also she... Aside from the fact that there's clear, weird gender disparity at Hogwarts to some extent, she's also coming from the point of, like, she's seen as, and this comes out, I think, in later books, as, as like, a half-breed. A mudblood. She's a mudblood, right. And so I'm sure, like, even at the point where that's not discussed in the movie, she is maybe of the mind of, like, well, I have something to prove, so I have to be, Mm -hmm. I mean, and this is, this goes back to a gender sort of metaphor of like well i have to be twice as good to be taken seriously as this redheaded <laughs> cuck you know yeah. and so i don't know now that i think of it like like that and she's not coming from like any point of privilege in the magic world fuck that sentence jamie but, <laughs> <laughs> but, but like i i don't know i guess that justifies her attitude a little right bit right, right. well also like um i would say that the uh you're not from a pure wizarding family you're not a pure blood like right. that's the racism of the yeah. wizarding world right she, you know what honestly hermione was a black person did y'all know that in the books like written as yeah well? like in that uh play that they have in england it's a black person playing hermione no way and everyone's pissed and like jk rowling was like i i never said she was white and if you look in the right. books like she never they said she has frizzy hair mm. yeah they just said she has frizzy hair and it's like a brillo pad and it's like soft and everybody wanted to touch it she had never let anybody but um yeah, she like could easily be oh a person of color. Oh my god, I love that. Oh, I never knew that. Yeah, yeah. Fuck these casting directors then for casting Emma Watson. Yeah, yeah. Um, now we then yeah. we need to watch Beauty and the Beast. Unfair. <laughs> we need to watch all those perfume ads. Yeah. <laughs> Come on. Uh, I love that. Oh my god, I wish. I wish it was so that was true. That even further like adds another layer of yeah, like sure. that's other stuff that she's now also having to like go and, against and yeah. like perceptions that people are going to perceive of her just right. for being you know any kind of a way you know mm-hmm. intersectionality. Oh, man. she's so angry. She's such a bitch. No, dude, she's just you know being a, purple, she's just a person of color and magic than you. Yeah, mm-hmm. oh, um, that's cool. I want to read more about that play. Yeah. Also, to make Emma Watson's hair frizzy in this movie, they actively crimp her hair throughout <laughs> the whole, which is another just a beautiful early aughts touch that I appreciated. They're like, how do we frizz it up? Oh, don't worry. My daughter has a crimping iron in her house. <laughs> we'll figure this out. <laughs> like, going back to 
this is a very white movie. There are some people of color. Yes. Mm-hmm. They usually don't have any lines, uh, except for like Lee Jordan as he's announcing yeah. the Quidditch game. Um, although, is I want to say Angelina Johnson one of the Quidditch players? Yes. Uh, a person of color? Uh, I think she is. I think so. She is in the so. book, isn't she? Yeah, I yeah. think so. And then there's uh, one other guy that's like kind of the periphery of his little like friend group. Oh, Dean Thomas? I think so. Because he's, he's their age, right? He's like, he's yeah. also he's a little buddy buddy with that one kid that keeps blowing himself up. Oh, Seamus Finnegan. Scottish. Yeah, yeah Seamus so. and Dean. Yeah, I think Dean. Um... I kind of like that friendship. <laughs> yeah. 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 Let's see their cute. story. I want to spin off. <laughs> Those are their. Well, like, there's like, because the kids in this movie are such adults, it's like fun to see like kids mm. behaving like dumb little kids sometimes and blowing themselves up. It's nice. Yeah, true. Or like Neville Longbottom, I'm like I'm scared. Yeah. Where's like, my toes? Of course you are. You weird. You weird little kid. <laughs> Going back to Quidditch, though, I did enjoy that it's as you pointed out, co-ed teams. Mm-hmm. Co-ed teams, yeah. Uh, didn't feel the need to separate them into you know a boys' team and a girls' team. Also, all also three of the coach. female. Well, she's like the or Quidditch master gym teacher. I don't know if they like, have coaches. Master gym teacher. <laughs> <laughs> But all three of the chasers on the Gryffindor team are women. So it's like oh. and they're the point scorers. They're like yeah. they're like they're the ones dealing with the the heavy ones. They're, they they like the throw the quaffle around. I love how also Quidditch is a sport invented by someone who has no understanding of how sports work. <laughs> Listen, if you're a real life person, I'm gonna I'm looping you in with the steampunk community as far as people I don't respect. <laughs> if you're a real life person and you in your spare time play Quidditch with your other adult <laughs> friends, I'm gonna need you to walk into the sea. <laughs> it's just un- unacceptable way to spend your time. Go meet up with your local steampunks <laughs> and let's start over. I'm all about Quidditch, though. If your kid is on a Quidditch team, I'll go watch them. It's with kids. It's I'll cute. I buy candy. It's with kids. For it's uniforms. cute. With like with with. They better fly though. If it's a bunch of kids running around and throwing stuff, I don't have time. That's soccer. The children but, had better be able to fly. Yeah, there better be real magic and real brooms. My college had a Quidditch team, and I found it so deeply upsetting. That's like, oh, someone I went on a date with is now actively in public flailing about. <laughs> thinking he can fly i can't i can't accept it that's just college kid, like with brooms between their legs running around and trying to be athletic yeah yeah, yeah it's some real I art school bullshit and yeah, i need to exactly grow up that is yeah grow up art school grow up art school pick up a fucking basketball and figure it out <laughs> your ass on the football field yeah, yeah get yeah. a concussion for sports <laughs> yeah. yeah put on a like, get, strap your skates on <laughs> let someone kick you in the head with a skate <laughs> also why is quidditch the only sport in the wizarding world there should be we wizard, don't have just wizard b-ball baseball. wizard b-ball yeah <laughs> quidditch is the only sport because it looks like it's like five sports put together right that's true there's like nine things happening at all times i guess like sort of every there's about like three or four different kinds of balls there's a bludgers quaffles mm. and the snitch yeah i wonder how much thought she actually put into that <laughs> yeah hard to say yeah but it comes it's i mean such it looks a huge cool. part of the books especially <laughs> that it's like why are we, why is so much emphasis on this anyway i wanted to talk about Oh, I love how, like, 
this is not about what this podcast is about, but I have to mention that I love how much product placement there is in this movie for is products there? that don't exist. Yeah. Uh, okay. <laughs> like, products that 10 years later would exist. Would exist. Yes. Years. And then yes. they can like, yeah. rever- like capitalize on that later on with all, like the birdie bots, every flavor bean. Yeah. Because like mm-hmm. if you go to Universal Studios to Harry Potter World, you can, get you can buy wands and you can mm-hmm. buy all the candy. Right. And But there's just like so many shots where it's like, check out this logo for the Nimbus 2000. And it's yeah, like... <laughs> right. Yeah. It's like, was Nimbus sponsoring this movie did you get money to put nimbus and it's like wait it's no it's so funny because if like harry potter as like a movie franchise had flopped that would be so embarrassing to watch back now <laughs> yeah. like ooh, they were really like swinging for the rafters with that <laughs> but it just happened to like work out in a pretty spectacular way mm-hmm. um there is in the second movie they the flying car is like a ford I remember that being <laughs> it is. a thing. Although I don't, I tried looking it up. I don't know if it's a real type of Ford. It was like a Ford, oh, I forget. But I, I was like, what a kind Ford of car Fiesta? Is this? Were they driving a Ford Fiesta? Ford um, Focus? I'd have to The go. sensible choice? My mom and sister both drive a Ford Focus. My dad drives a Focus. Oh, nice. Uh, boring car. <laughs> yeah, very boring. Um, hey, here's something I wanted to talk about. Sure. Why doesn't Hermione have any female friends? I was wondering Ooh. about that. Yeah. That's a good question. She's got people to choose from. She's got Lavender Brown. She's got Pavardi Patel. She doesn't have people as many in other houses. Choices. Right. Later, doesn't she kind of become friends with Luna Lovegood? A bit, yeah. Okay. But that's quite a bit later on. I don't think we right. even meet Luna until book five. She's younger. A bit, right? I think she's their year, but she's in Ravenclaw. And the, like, okay. it seems like the houses don't. They only are enemies with each other. Yeah, they don't, like, hang out. Yeah. Which, like, what kind of fucked up shit is that? Another precedent to set. (laughs) Um, But, yeah, that is interesting. I mean, I know that probably statistically she is, there's less girls, or it looks, in this movie anyways, there's less girls that go to Hogwarts. Maybe, I think that that might even out later on. Mm -hmm. But still, it's, I don't know, that's interesting. It didn't really look like a lot of girls in Gryffindor. Yeah, I can't really yeah. like. It's like fifty percent of them are Weasleys. It's just a million Weasleys. <laughs> <laughs> it's like twenty Weasleys and then a few other kids. Jenny gets in the lo- door too, right? Yeah. Okay. I love mm. that the implication basically about the Weasleys is like mm, they're probably Catholic. It doesn't seem <laughs> like it doesn't seem like they really believe in birth. They're like old school, yeah. like New England Catholic. I, yeah, we do oh, not Irish Catholic. Use, yeah. Know, Freckled, redheaded, Irish Catholic. Had never seen a condom in their life, even though there's probably a fucking spell for that. That's free. (laughs) What is wizard birth control like? Good question. Wow. There's no... Probably effective. Right? Probably real Unless there's a counter spell. Like, I want to get you pregnant. I don't know. Ooh. (laughs) But but what man has ever truly said that? (laughs) I want to get you pregnant. Well, a question for J.K. Rowling to answer in a series of very boring clickbait articles sometime in the next five years. <laughs> I can't stand when she does that, where she every couple years where she's like, oh, it feels like maybe interest isn't like where it should be. Uh, this character is bi. And yeah. just like doesn't change anything that happened. No. Chill out. We we see you. We, you're I see you. You're fine. You're yeah. still a millionaire. Yeah. Uh, you don't need to tweet about. We still like the books. Yeah, it's like you don't need to 
tweet about which teenager See, you're saying is bi. I think the more people, the more characters <laughs> That's an arbitrary she example. makes LGBT, the better. I'm sick of all these fucking straight white people. But I don't like that she does. She seems to do it for like fucking attention. Like it's not. I Maybe. Can we talk about Professor McGonagall? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Downton Abbey. <laughs> Mrs. Downton Abbey. Mrs. Abbey uh-huh. of downtown. Is it, yeah. <laughs> This is Abigail Downtown. <laughs> <laughs> That's my CW remake of Downtown Abbey. <laughs> Abigail Downtown. Abigail Downtown. It's about a girl trying to make it in New York City. <laughs> After Hermione, she's the female character with the most screen time and dialogue and importance and bearing yeah. on the story. I mean, I really like her. She's stern and she's strict. You know, tough but fair. She's yeah. no nonsense, yeah. but she's also compassionate and Gets results. highly capable, hi- mm-hmm. very smart, a boss ass bitch, a lover. Real um, into sports. Yeah. Real into sports. You could tell she was to athletic extent, back in the day. Yeah, I bet yeah. she was on the team back in the day. She was a scout. She basically yeah. was like, Harry, you're a seeker now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's one of the people like, you broke the rule. Here's your Here's, reward. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> To, and she buys Harry a broom. Like what Wait, kind he's of? He's got money, right? There's give Weasley a broom. He's poor. These Weasleys. What are they supposed to? <laughs> she made me poor think kids. she's got money on a lot of those Quidditch games. Yeah. Ooh. Oh, maybe. Oh, I thought she, she was a, a bit of a gambler. Interest. McGonagall's yeah. got dice. What she's got she's dice. That's why it. she is not headmaster. What if she's because she got that like, gambling? <gasps> yeah. Wow. She'd be headmaster. J.K. Rowling, if like you're listening, more... here's an idea for some clickbait for <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'll click through all of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'll it share works. that on Facebook and be like, see? It works. <laughs> it works. Oh, boy. She's great. I like her a lot. Yeah. Um, she doesn't have a whole lot to do with the actual, like, I'm going to do a thing that makes the story go forward. She's, you know, sort of on the periphery for the most part. But she's an important character. In later books and movies, um, I think maybe right. plays more of a significant role in different things. But we even talked about uh, Aunt Petunia at all, right? And mm. She, I, I, I mean, obviously, I don't like her, but I think she's a uh, more interesting character than she gets credit for. Some because especially this movie is like, it's a Chris Columbus movie. He made Home Alone. I think he came at this like I'm making a goofy kids movie, and it works, and I like it. But I like the character of Aunt Petunia because it's sort of like. Her attitude informs Harry Potter's life in such a major way where she had this rivalry with her sister and, like, there was a lot of jealousy that she wasn't, you know, perceived to be as special as her sister was. And that kind of derails the first 10 years of her nephew's life. Yeah. And so, I don't know. I feel like she has, like, a weird amount of power over this story. And even though you only sort of see her being like, like, she sort of is kind of like an inciting person in how the whole series goes yeah just totally. kind of, which is interesting because and it also from I, I was just like would i rather like actively it sounds exhausting making an adorable child miserable for 10 years <laughs> like over like well he's important in this area of the world that i don't have to associate with if i don't want to why not just let him go? But I mean, that That's, speaks to how mad she was, probably. Yeah. Oh wow, yeah. Because yeah. I often wonder, like, why wouldn't you just like? It wasn't like they we'll were going to come him. into contact with that. Yeah. It doesn't seem like they ever would have had to. No. Mm. So weird because maybe perhaps there's like some female rivalry, which I mean, with sisters is more. I mean, that just happens. Mm-hmm. Um, but 
It's yeah. strange she would keep that rivalry up for her dead sister, though. Who died in a you pretty know? brutal way. No, that's, <laughs> kind of, that's kind of weird that she yeah. wouldn't be like, oh, okay, well, shoot, you know, let me, you know, put a bookmark in this and like not. She was just like, oh, yeah, yeah. And by the way, I'm also going to fuck up your kid's life, too. Right. Just, yeah, that's just, that's intense. You know, in principle. Are there any, like, twists with her later in the series or, like, where it turns out? And I you don't find out something about how she agreed to protect Harry so that, like, Voldemort could never find him at their house. So she did something noble. Yeah. Something. So it seems like she would have had to because otherwise, like... That's that's like a, I can't in, ha, imagine anyone having that level of anger after their sibling is like brutally. Murdered. It's like she's like cartoonishly bitter, indignant yeah. about it. Yeah, 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 and like will kind of waste her own life making a point to someone who has been dead for ten years. Right. Yeah. She's such a cuck on the other side too, because she is yeah. so ran over by her son. Her, yeah, her fuck. She is such a cuck. I'm like, oh, like you're just letting everybody else. uh, Is it a thing of like, oh, well, my kid is a piece of shit. So I'm going to take that out on because she doesn't seem like she has much power over uh, Vernon. Who only the way this movie is stylized, especially at the very beginning, it looks like Chris Columbus thinks he's like adapting a rolled doll book because it's very goofy. Every shot of Uncle Vernon is like he's like mugging in some way of like, and like it's so funny because the series does get so dark later until the point where the whole like the movies are three hours long and like blue. (laughs) Um, But the first, I don't know, that's part of why I like this movie because it's like there is like a levity to it that there isn't to the others, but. The, the family at the beginning, especially, like, there's just, they're just cartoon characters. It was very much like uh, Matilda. Right, yeah. Like that's that what it scene reminded with me all of. of the letters, I was like, this is that scene in Matilda. Where DeVito she, and you... Matilda. Ooh, we should do a Matilda episode. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. We haven't talked about the most important female character in the whole movie. Hmm? Mrs. Norris, the cat. Oh. <laughs> uh, <laughs> just kidding, but... <laughs> she holds a special place in my heart. <laughs> yeah, because she's a cat. Uh, also, she you know she does things. She's like you. I'm gonna run and and you have to run away from me so you don't yeah. get in trouble. And then that's what leads them to the the corridor on the third floor where they find Fluffy the three headed dog, and that's how they figure out the whole thing. True. So Mrs. Norris more important than we give her credit for. I'm with it. Yeah. I like her. And That's my hot take on uh, <laughs> the cat. <laughs> hot cat take. Yeah. Pussy takes with Caitlin. <laughs> <laughs> Which, speaking of dogs, both Fluffy the three-headed dog and mm-hmm. Fang Hagrid's dog, mm-hmm. we mustn't forget that we need to say dogs out, like hogs, hogs out, out, but dogs out. But dogs out Hagrid, you're a pervert. Don't take your hog out. <laughs> You will be placed under arrest. (laughs) It is amazing watching that movie. Why would you let a child be alone with that person? I I don't. Now we're going to be getting emails about size shaming. He's very scary. He's scary. And he's and they're like, he's a gentle giant. I think maybe we should stop talking to kids about gentle giants so much. They seem sort of like outliers versus (laughs) perverts who want to eat you. (laughs) Uh, well, you know, Dumbledore trusts him with his life. Mm-hmm. He gets all the important tasks, even though he 
also manages to fuck everything I was like, up. Dumbledore, the old man who constantly puts children in grave danger. <laughs> Let's listen to his recommendation. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, I trust Hagrid with my life. Meanwhile, Hagrid's like, sure, I'll take this dragon egg and let me just tell you all the secrets about how to get past my three-headed dog, stranger in a bar whose face I never saw. Oh, Blabbermouth. he's yeah. he's, he's a drunk. Mental. He's an alcoholic. <laughs> he's an alcoholic. He was but... always like, oh, I shouldn't have told you that. Yeah. And I mean, had to keep his mouth shut. Look no. at his life, though. I would, I mean, look at his life. <laughs> <laughs> he's in a tiny shack with a, an assortment of animals. His only friends are kids. children. <laughs> yeah, seems a little sad. <sighs> he's a oh, and, he, and at this point in the movie, he doesn't even he's a he's like a janitor. He doesn't have, he's not a teacher. Right. Yet. He's a teacher. In fact, later. he's a yeah. He got expelled from Hogwarts. He can't even do magic. He, he still yeah. does it. He's Maybe that's that. when he gets off the sauce. <laughs> when he gets a, a yeah. job as a teacher. Maybe. When you lay off the butterbeer. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Ooh, the butterbeer, which is basically just, what is that at, at Universal Studios? It's basically butterscotch. cream soda with like butterscotch flavoring. Yeah. It's yeah. disgusting. <laughs> oh, I hate it. No, I was into it. <laughs> I will not buy it. I mean, people, people so like expensive. it. I prefer pumpkin juice. If you're going to go to okay. Universal and get a Harry Potter drink, all about the pumpkin juice. Cool. So okay. that's oh, just that's another hot take from Caitlin. <laughs> <laughs> let's, go. Uh, let's go. Okay. I have a few days left on my season pass. I'm my going on Sunday. Day pa- Hell yeah. Wait, how many more days? End of June. But I have a few blackout days on the weekend. Okay, just let me know. Let's, let's figure this out. I guess we should go. <laughs> do you have any final thoughts you want to say about the movie, the portrayal of women in the movie? I do want to bring up one more because she was uh, kind of a background character, but she provided the biggest magic of all. That's Harry's mom. Mm. Yeah, she yeah, provided right. the mm. biggest magic of all, which is like who why... we do see in flashbacks. I always I forget, but yeah, yeah we see her in right. flashbacks. But that's why Harry was able to like win is because she gave him the best magic, which was punk ass love. Love, right? You know, still that was like she essentially was the hero of. Or the catalyst behind his heroism. So I found that. Right. Yeah. Right. He's only yeah. the famous celebrity Harry Potter because she sacrificed. Which, why are women sacrificing themselves for men? Women be sacrificing but... their bodies. <laughs> <laughs> there, well, she appears in the mirror too, right? Where right. She's just like. In the mirror and the little yeah. photo book that Hagrid gives him at the end. She pops mm-hmm. up all over the place. Yeah. yeah. Hagrid's a weird pervert <laughs> took these pictures yeah. of you and your family he's like don't yeah. flip to page seven <laughs> my thumbs in one of them <laughs> moving on the side oh my god still alive that's great let's talk about whether or not the movie passes the Bechdel test okay so there is one scene that I think is a candidate that for we, a pass that, that we did not catch the first time right I had to rewatch it again and mm-hmm. I was like wait a minute there's the scene after they've defeated the troll in the girl's bathroom. Professor McGonagall comes in. She's like, what's all this? Oh, my God. You guys could have been killed. Hermione steps forward and says, it's my fault, Professor McGonagall. I went looking for the troll. I'd read Good about them and thought I could. Thank you. Yeah. I'd read about them and thought I could handle it. I was wrong. If Harry and Ron hadn't saved me, I'd probably be dead. <sighs> she says Harry and Ron. Yeah. And then, right. And then Professor McGonagall replies, and she's just like, I expected more rational thinking from you. I'm really disappointed in you. I can't believe this. Five points from Gryffindor. Yeah, first of all, fucking five points. Really? Yeah. Yeah. More. You're fine. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. 
the they're very arbitrary. There seems to be extremely. There's no like else. or like there's like very crazy point inflation later in the movie. Yeah. Or at the oh, <laughs> toward the end of the year, they're like, like a thousand yeah. points to you for this. Double doors like manipulator. Hundred points. Give me some chips. Twelve hundred points. <laughs> Dumbledore manipulates children. He's like, hey, Slytherins, you won. Just kidding, bitch. Like, I was like, they're 11. Why would you do that? You're 800 years old. Like, that's so mean. You didn't what have to your, do it that way. What if your grandpa did that to you? He was like, uh, Jamie's my favorite. Actually, just kidding, literally. Everyone else is my favorite. Like, that's so mean. I would argue that you got to start manipulating people young so that they can get used to it when they're an adult. Because people are always going to uh, manipulate you. They need, these kids need practice. Yeah. Okay? Like, so. Because here's the thing. Voldemort manipulated people into following him, mm-hmm. so you got to be prepared. You got to know like how not yeah. to. Be. But yeah. Like you can now win an Academy Award and then lose it, and now you know how it feels. Right. You know he moonlighted those kids. So like, what is a worse pain than that? Yeah. So wait, oh, <laughs> those so, kids got Miss Columbia'd. Wait, yeah. oh, wait, 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 okay. yeah. wait. So wait, in this analogy, Ooh. Slytherin was La La Land, mm-hmm. which. If there's ever been a more Slytherin movie than La La Land, right. point it out to me because bleh. and Moonlight was Gryffindor. Yeah. yeah. Or right. or the alternate uh, Dumbledore is Steve Harvey. <laughs> <laughs> and then I forget the two other countries. But Dumbledore is Steve Harvey. Right. Got the same lace front wave. Did they ever say that Dumbledore is white? Because maybe they should have cast Steve Harvey. <laughs> Dumbledore. What a different series it would be. It would be awesome. <laughs> That was like what Steve Harvey was like remembered for mainly. Oh that my god! So Wait. great! Ah, ah, ah. He's so great! I just watched The Wiz for the first time. Okay. Please, can there be <laughs> another adaptation of Harry Potter where it's an all-black cast? Oh my god! Yes, <laughs> yes, please. And whoever's listening, please hire me to do it. Yeah, I will work for cheap. I I will tell SAG whatever you need me to tell them. <laughs> I'll work all day and all night. <laughs> Partial nudity. I'll show you some shoulder. <laughs> oh, that would be, be so good. Oh, yes. Um, I'd do all my own stunts, too. Perfect. Yeah. I have my own broom. What? You're, you're this can happen. Mad. Let's do it. Yes. Oh, my God. Oh, man. So, I love that. <laughs> we were talking about if this movie passes the Bechdel test or not. Oh, yeah. So, kind of hard to tell because she does Hermione does mention Harry and Ron in that line of dialogue. Yeah. However, that's not really what the conversation is about. She's ah. taking the well, she's kind of, here's the she thing says she's their taking name, the blame for, for them, them too. So, I don't think it passes because the men are or the boys the, are like integral to that conversation. I Right. I, I you could I, argue that it's like She's talking about being able to defeat a troll, and she failed. But, right. but also, she's taking the blame for two boys. That's the th- yeah. that's the reason why I don't take. Because she could have just said like, "I was here taking a monstrous shit." And... <laughs> it's unclear why she even feels the need to cover for them anyway. Mm-hmm. I don't get why that happens. Yeah, there's no I, need well, for that. I I think. I possibly because in the context of the scene, they put themselves in danger on her behalf, and maybe she felt. Maybe guilty? she felt guilty about it. Mm. I could see that way. But that scene doesn't pass for me. And also just the fact that there had to be this much discussion to reach any sort of conclusion is just like, well, it, 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 it could have done better. There's female characters <laughs> right. around. And then there are only, I think, two other scenes where there are women together in the room. 
who might have had an opportunity to talk, but it doesn't happen. There's another scene where Professor McGonagall and Hermione, I think they're in her office after she has found them like lurking outside of the castle. They are lurking a lot. They (laughs) spend a good hour lurking. (laughs) (laughs) Children be lurking. Um, And she's like, you guys get detention. But I don't think Hermione even speaks in that scene. It's mostly Harry and Professor McGonagall talking. And then later in the movie, whenever they're like, we need to talk to Dumbledore. Someone's trying to steal the the Chamber of Secrets. What is this movie? The Sorcerer's Stone. (laughs) What's the operative prop in this? Like that one. Yeah. I mean, the first four, it's it's Harry Potter and this prop. (laughs) Harry Potter in a rock. Harry Potter (laughs) in a cave. Harry Potter in a building. Harry Potter in a cup. (laughs) He's a prop comedian. (laughs) He's a prop comedian and a magician. I'm triggered. Anyway, in that scene, also, she's like, Dumbledore's not here. He's in London for at the mm. Ministry of Magic. Right. Again, Hermione doesn't say anything. So uh, surprisingly few opportunities for women to even talk in the movie. It's a symptom of, of the problem of storytellers not feeling the need to just make more of the characters women. There's so many, like, of the male characters, we've got Harry, Ron, Dumbledore, Hagrid, Draco, Neville Longbottom, Snape, Quirrell, Voldemort, and then, like, secondary and tertiary characters like Oliver Wood, the Weasley, the other brothers, (laughs) Flitwick, nearly headless Nick, the centaur man in the woods, and then really of the main female characters, it's Hermione and Professor McGonagall. Right. And that's pretty much it. There's Madame Hooch. She says a few lines. Aunt Petunia has a bit of a role in the story but like right they never intersect with other female characters or they rarely do i would be interested and maybe there are we have listeners who are hardcore enough harry potter fans i'm sure this exists out there somewhere but be interested in how that evolves over from like movie to movie from story to story and then eventually from i guess director to director Mm -hmm. because this one i doesn't pass i would imagine because I think the second movie is kind of the same exact team as the first movie. It if it does pass, probably not by that much. But it's I don't know. I mean, it's not nothing's going to make me rewatch these movies. I but think I'd be interested to know. We see much more of Mrs. Weasley in the second movie. That's true. Yeah, we see of the new professors. It's the fucking Gilderoy Lockhart. So he's a dude. Oh, handsome. Um, handsome. Handsome cuck. guy who can't do anything. <laughs> yeah. Mediocre as fuck. actor. UCB 101. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'd have to really... Ma- Let's just do all the Harry Potter movies. Oh, thank come you. back yes, for another episode. Absolutely, because I have strong opinions and I can think of mm. some scenes from like later ones where I'm like, this would totally pass the Bechdel test. Right. For sure. not until like, book seven. You right. know? For sure, the Umbridge movie, that's got to pass because she's in so much of it and I feel like... Do her and McGonagall like have it out at some point, or like I, I, don't I know. Aristotle's a giving bit. us a. I think I just Maybe I like like called you Aristotle. 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 <laughs> you should go by Harry for short. Harry Potter. Okay. Oh Aristotle. Don't make Harry Aristotle. Do he doesn't deserve it. <laughs> In a good way. <laughs> right. And then <laughs> Aristotle's um, better than Harry Potter. Hot take. <laughs> uh, I agree though. Let's rate the movie on our nipple scale. We rate the movie on a scale of zero to five nipples based okay. on its portrayal of women. 
I would say I'm going to give it three or three and a half. Mm. I'll skew down to a three because I think it could have done a better job, especially considering it was adapted from source material written by a woman. I don't know why she didn't include... Of the female characters that there are, a lot of them are, yes, they're strong characters. They are well-developed, but there's just not enough of them that contribute that much to the story. Hermione is great, and I think as we've agreed, she has more bearing on the story than Ron, who is virtually useless. Mm -hmm. But, man, I'm going to get so many tweets. People are like, Ron! I love Ron! Would you hate Ron so much? Ron's Sorry. useless. <laughs> He's garbage. Yes. <laughs> and I just wish that the, the gender balance was more equal. Like, why aren't there more female characters right. who are contributing more to the story? That might improve down the road. But at least for this first movie, I'm going to go with the three nipples. The nipples belong to them. I love giving, uh, having a nipple belong to an animal. So um, two of them belong Herbert. to the three-headed dog, Fluffy. So it's got some fluffy nipples. Okay. And then okay. the third one, it belongs to the centaur, whose nipples we do see. Whose nip? Oh, yeah, we do. Yeah. Because he's shirtless. Mm -hmm. You yeah. can see his big horse dick and... We see his, his hog. nipples, his human nipples. Oh, we see that half horse hog. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna piggyback it on you. I agree with three because similar reasons. There are not really any female characters that we are actively introduced, minus fucking Susan Bones. <laughs> but <laughs> like almost every female character we're introduced to is strong, is a professional, or at least has a, enough of a background that you understand what where they're coming from, mm -hmm. which is all you can ask out of a character. They're not, you know, they're not all going to be fucking Wonder Woman badass bitches, but we know where they're coming from. Their characters, right? That I feel like is pretty impressive for any movie. But they don't talk to each other, and I think another positive thing you could say for this movie is that women are not actively punished in the way I think women in major movies often are just because they are women and around. But again, that is not a trophy or an accomplishment. That's right. just something that you wouldn't Should see. Should default to, but movies right. can't even manage to default to that. Right. Like movies that came out <laughs> 10 years after that, movies that came out fucking yesterday, it still can't pull it off right. a lot of the time. So that's good. But three nipples, because they didn't talk to each other enough, I uh, give two of the nipples to Dumbledore, but Steve, Steve Harvey Dumbledore. <laughs> <laughs> and then I'll give my last uh, nipple to, to Ron's rat. Scabbers. Ooh. Yeah, Scabbers. Oh, yeah, who turns out Peter to be... Had a who turns out to Scabby be that, God, that British character actor who's in every movie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mm -hmm. So three. Yeah, I would agree with that. I would give a three. I was leaning to three and a half nipples mm -hmm. because of the strong female characters um, mm -hmm. that were an important part of the story, but their inclusion in the story was what kind of what gave them that ceiling. I didn't like that they didn't talk to each other. I didn't like that Hermione didn't have other feet. Like I, I can't even off the top of my head be like, oh yeah, this other woman is a Gryffindor, or oh I've seen you know other Gryffindors sitting around. Like I've seen other male Gryffindors sitting around. It was just an emphasis on men with strong female characters sprinkled in, um, and, and men's like relationships, like all the bonds apart from his bond with Hermione. 
most of the like relationships in the movie is Harry and Hagrid, Harry yeah. and Dumbledore's budding. Harry and Ron <laughs> spend Christmas together. Right. And see, and yeah. <laughs> Very intimate. But the, yeah, there's just no, yeah, so there's British. No. Than, <laughs> Happy Christmas, Harry. Happy Christmas, Ron. Real British. But yeah, three and a half. Wizard, wizard be celebrating Christian holidays. <laughs> <laughs> Here's some Christian witches out yeah. there. <laughs> Let's see who we get these nipples. Um, I would give the half nipple is uh, Miss Norris. Cool. Because a very small Meow. kitty yeah. nipple. <laughs> uh, Kitties have eight nipples, as we recently oh, really? learned. Yeah. Okay. From the line. Yeah, no, Caitlin the... and I captured a stray cat <laughs> and counted. <laughs> Yes, that's how. Wait, we what was out. the movie we liked? The from the Wizard of Oz, because I was like right. the Cowardly Lion. How many nipples do cats have? And um, eight is the number. Six to eight. Well, she can, she can get one and a half. Yeah, uh, all right, okay. one and a half. Oh, nip. Cool, cool. Um, and then another nipple goes to Professor uh, Flitwick. Is he the, mm, the the one who was decorating ooh, yeah. the Christmas tree? He yes. gets one because <laughs> yeah. I really feel like he's seen some stuff out there. And <laughs> another nip goes to, uh, you know what? I'm going to give this nip to Snape. Okay. Oh, yeah. Snape doesn't get a lot Snape. of love. Right. You get to have a, a nipple. And his is perky. Okay. It's, it it's, would be. That's why his attention. robes are so flowy. <laughs> his nips are hard all at times. <laughs> just the one nip. <laughs> yes. Real hard and just... So I you like earned it. it. You earned it. I like it. Rest in peace, Alan Rickman. <laughs> yeah, great. Very true. Very well, true. Maggie, thank you so much for being here. Thank yes, you for thank having you. me. It's been a blast. Thank it's you. It's been, so much. I would say, even magical. Thank you. <gasps> Where can people find you online? I'm on Twitter at Maggie May, haha. And that's M A Y E is May. I got a Facebook page out there. I'm on Craigslist sometimes looking for a dresser. Great. <laughs> um, Hit up Maggie on Craigslist if you've got a dresser. Let me know about yeah. it. I'm on, I'm on some magic apps you, you muggles wouldn't know anything mm, about. Yeah. So y'all wouldn't know anything about that. Y'all don't know about Magapp. Y'all on Magapp? No? Okay, don't worry about it then. So, but you can find me on Twitter. I'll be there. You can follow us on Twitter at Bechtelcast. You sure can follow can. us on Instagram at Bechtelcast. Mm-hmm. You can email us at thebechtelcast at gmail.com there's a facebook page you can we've got a facebook page too also called the bechtelcast we're everywhere no reason to not hang out with us right we go to bingo a lot (laughs) we go to bingo on wednesday nights sometimes if we're not busy right that sounds fun though that was fun yeah we went last week it was nice i'll go shoot i I won't talk about any men either oh yeah. yeah Oh, yeah, please, please come with us. Yeah. It'll be a blast. Let's be yeah, friends. Yeah, yes. <laughs> I'm going to say something really good to Here. close out the episode. Here it comes. Here it comes. Here it comes. Um, <laughs> Avada Kedavra. <laughs> Avada Kedavra. <laughs> <laughs> All right, bye. Bye. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from The Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. 
Ready to celebrate International Women's Day? M&M's and iHeart present Women Take the Mic, sharing empowering stories of women supporting and celebrating each other. And of course, there is a smooth and creamy companion for your listening pleasure, peanut butter M&M's, because they're just another way to help treat yourself in situations where you deserve a little added delight, like listening to your favorite podcast. So savor the deliciousness of peanut butter M&M's and spread some positivity. From breaking glass ceilings to dominating in sports and entertainment, women truly are unstoppable. This is Amy Brown from Four Things with Amy Brown. Today, Healthier is happening at CVS Health in more ways than you've ever seen. It's wellness destinations for seniors, including select locations with Oak Street Health and CVS Pharmacy. It's doctors, nurses, pharmacists, and everyone in between offering quality care and support virtually, in person, and on the phone. It's in-home evaluations through Signify Health and meeting mental health needs through Aetna. And those are just a few of the ways that Healthier is happening. To see more, visit cvshealth.com slash healthier happens together. CVS Pharmacy, Oak Street Health, CVS Specialty, Signify Health, and Aetna are part of CVS Health. Eligibility and services vary by location and individual. 